Welcome to the Gray Area Podcast. This is Mike Marks. This is Omar Salim. And this is Afro Dan. And we present a tale of two Cuomos and mask debaters. Pause. What did you just say? I said mask debaters. All right, I'm, I'm, I thought you said something else. My bad. No, this ain't that type of podcast. <laughs> so, well, it might be because uh, we're about to talk about uh, Governor Cuomo in a minute or maybe former Governor Cuomo. But, uh, yeah, so we'll start off uh, with Florida again. Surprise. Yeah. By the way, by the way, before we even introduce this topic, so Florida and Texas account for one third. Oh, wait, hold on. Dan, what is on your head? Oh, so uh, yeah. so I'm repping the first place as of Monday, Philadelphia Phillies. Okay, the last time you represented anything in this city, what what happened? Uh, I plead the fifth. And, and what happened the last time? <laughs> and what happened the last time pre-COVID that you went to a sporting event? What happened then? Um, the entire world got shut down. I think I speak for everybody, including the Phillies. You are not allowed to represent anybody on this podcast until they win the championship. I hate it here. <laughs> because you jinxed the fuck out of the Sixers with the probably worst prediction of all time. I mean, Ben Simmons jinxed the shit out of the Sixers. Yeah, it's true. Who? Um, yeah. B-O-B-S. Benjamin Simmons. I'm yes. sorry. Yeah, there you go. B-S. All right, so it's important to note with Florida and Texas, which also have some of the worst sports teams in America, but... It's important to note that with Florida and Texas, they account for like one third of all new COVID cases. All of them. That's like one third. That's a whole lot. Yeah. Two states. That's it. Two states. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's what happened when you don't give a fuck about human life. Yeah. Oh, like like Governor DeSantis, who wants to uh, defund the schools if they put in mask mandates? Like, what? Yeah. Like, I, <sighs> They have no problem saying fund the police, but defund the schools because they want to keep the kids safe. Like flexing their powers, he don't even have any real power for real, for real. Like he can, he can, he got a little bit, but he's gonna block some bread. He got a little bit of power, you know what I mean? But it's just whack that he would even think to do that. You know, well, uh, they don't want to do what I want them to do. Then I'm I'm going to block them. So yeah. So I mean, look, this is the same state that's trying to block CRT. He's very. Opposed to CRT as well. Yeah. So are you surprised that this man doesn't give a fuck about masks? Like, I'm not saying that those two things are uh, necessarily correlate with each other, but like. No, it's a flex of power still. Either way, like. People that think believe one usually believe the other. Yeah. Like, I don't agree to this, so I'm I'm just going to go ahead and stop you from getting money because I don't agree with it. And I don't want you. Schools, though, like. Right. The balls. Right. These these the same type of people that'll. Be like, oh, uh, girls can't wear spaghetti scrap. Uh, uh, sp- whoa, whoa, whoa! Spaghetti scraps. Yeah. <laughs> spaghetti straps because it's too distracting to the males and teachers and the kids. Yeah, too too distracting. To the male teachers and the kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yo. Wow. some some people actually be like that. Wow. Yeah, because because that's the first thing you do when you have a problem is you blame somebody for somebody else's behavior. Like that's immediately the go-to like, no, it's not, it's not the adult teacher's fault that he's looking at a child. You feel me? It's the child's fault that the teacher's looking at them. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. If that ain't the most ass backward shit. Yeah. That's that's fucking rape culture and, and fucking over policing women's bodies instead of just doing the actual right thing. I do do hate the term rape culture though. Cause like Omar says, there's no, no one's out here like, yeah, let's celebrate rape. Right. It's a, but I understand it, what you mean. It's you know? a terrible term, but we, we get the sentiment, though. Like, we know we know what you mean. Right. Yeah. For sure. <sighs> We're very oversexed in this blood clot country, man. Yeah. That's another, <laughs> fortunately, that's another topic for another day. But yeah, Governor sure. DeSantis is out of his fucking mind trying to, like, take. How are you going to withhold taxpayer dollars? From, from taxpayers. From school. Because he's a mask debater. Mask debater. <laughs> that's why. I, no, that's Governor Cuomo. <laughs> oh, true. Uh, oh, my bad. I'm getting I, Listen. I, I don't see what the problem is with them wearing a face mask. They're, they've been wearing face masks since the Jim Crow era. I no just problem. said to somebody the other day. Ooh, ooh, yeah, 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 how about that? How about that? Yeah. I just said that to somebody the other day, though. Like, you know. You can go back before COVID. Like you have coaches that were wearing masks because of regular codes and stuff like that. I, yeah. you know, after this whole year, I, everybody hates wearing the mask, but we done made it fashionable. 
You can put a sock on your face. You can put a t-shirt on your face. You can put a Yo. gator on your face or whatever. Yo, you want to. there it's was like, somebody on Shark Tank like mm. a couple of years before this all happened, and they got like shut down. Their idea was like fashion masks for like. I remember that. Yo, how fucking mad do you think? Oh, they punched the air big right, time. I, I know they were punching the air Cuba for the Gooden past Jr. year and a half. <laughs> yeah, for a whole year and a half. Yo, that's salty as shit. Like, how the fuck they deny that shit? And then, like, all these corporations just made bank off of COVID. Yeah. Like, like, like it got to a point because I still have to wear masks in all of our, you know, the facilities where I work at. So I got to a point where I'm like, all right, I'm just going to just buy masks that go with all my outfits. Like, well, you're also excessive, but I feel you. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you know. The drip is real, but uh, <laughs> he's wearing a tie. I don't know why this man's so dressed up. He's a working man. I had a bail hearing earlier. <laughs> he said, I had a bail hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I fucking can't with this dude. He said, I had a bail hearing. Man, oh, free my knitters. Oh, <laughs> my goodness gracious. <laughs> I got you, Omar. Yo, come <laughs> Thank on. Thank you. <laughs> my man. I hate it here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, it's. At least you mean in Florida. Yo, like. So it, it's important to know that like a lot of kids, and we're talking about kids. <laughs> and at least you're not part of the dip set. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Uh, uh, rest in peace. Yeah, how you do the cross thing? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not religious. How you do that shit? Yeah, rest in peace, because they got. Listen, they got, I don't. I don't know what they was thinking. So just just for a moment, because like, why the fuck would if you've ever like I listen to Dipset and I listen to the Locks. So like, if you at any point in time. Listen to both of those artists, right? Or both of those groups of artists. And you thought that on any day, Dipset would be able to compete with the locks. Something's wrong with you. The only way it would... Here's the thing. I like both groups, right? They serve two different purposes. Yes. Dipset had swag. I used to love Dipset. They had swag. It was all about the Harlem swag. I I, I was in high school thinking I was actually cooking up crack and like. (laughs) That's that's what I'm saying. (laughs) But the locks, though, they're (laughs) real MCs. They're lyricists. They they, they cover a couple different eras of hip hop. Yeah. But here's here's the beautiful part about it. We have a friend, by the way. Who, when the locks put their most recent album out, like maybe three, four years ago. Yeah, that's one part. Well, he was like, yeah, I'm going to have to check them out. Oh, my God. I remember this. I'm not gonna say his name, but you know who you are. <laughs> he knows who the locks are. He just he didn't know he knew of them as like separate artists. He didn't know of them as the locks. Like the warlocks and like wow. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's like you, He knows I, Jada, he knows Styles, he knows Sheik, but he didn't, he didn't know him as the locks. Yeah. He probably, he probably honestly he probably knew him as D Block for real for real. So, I mean, I, I can dig cause, it. Because, I mean, we're 30. But they cover a lot of they cover a lot of errors. Yeah. Like, so, know. I mean, like, locks is, like, pre-D-block, but they're still the right, locks. But, right, 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 right. But, it, but the beautiful thing about that uh, versus was the fact that it was really WWE. You know what I mean? When I watched it, mm-hmm. I knew they were cool, but I was like, damn, New York motherfucker, they rowdy. Like, they wild. You know what I mean? But, but I'm like, wait a minute. Is this serious? They about to rumble? Like, nah, they weren't going to rumble. Of course not. But I'm like, for a second, I felt like there was some tension there. But then I saw an interview with like a like a, a little uh, snippet of uh, Styles P and Cam together. Just talking about how they've been friends for since pre-rap and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So it was good to see. Now there was one point in the show where I thought that Jewel Santana kind of gave an alley oop to make the locks look better, and they was like, "Oh, you don't like girls? You don't have no songs for the ladies?" Blah blah. blah. And then he went to like Five Street, and I was like, "All right, that this looks more like a show." Uh, with that being said, I, I wish that Dipset sound was better. I wish they had a better presentation. I think it would have come off a lot better. Locks still would have won, of course, because they had hits, but I think the, the pro- whole show... The problem with Dipset is that, like, as as a unit, they have a bunch of sound songs, sorry, that sound pretty much the same. Like, it, right. w- when you heard a Dipset beat, like, early 2000s, you, you, you knew know, it was a Dipset yeah, song. Absolutely. Yeah, Heat makers. Like, yeah, uh, heat you, makers. you knew it was Dipset. Like, the Locks, like you said, they cover different eras. They cover a multitude of different, like, beats that they've that they've done over the time like they have a much bigger catalog than Dipset did because Dipset was really like a really short-lived movement for real for real but it was a movement though it was a movement no no, I'm not that listen I I listen to Dipset so you're not going to get an argument from me oh no I'm just just saying it because you chose the right word it was a movement for sure it was a movement yeah yeah. so it just like G-Unit G-Unit and Dipset were like the two movements that kind of happened like simultaneously that's that's probably who should have did a versus that would have been a lot more interesting and less of a fucking Thrown off a steel cage. Yeah, but you got to get G Unit together to do that, and good luck doing True that. True story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, speaking, and then of you got to listen to Tony Ayo. Do you really want to subject anybody to that in 2021? Haven't we been story. through enough? 
Barely. Well, well speaking of movement, he it's said it's in Tony's. <laughs> Uh, you can say we can spare him on that one. But, okay. <laughs> but speaking of... Well, you laughed at it. I can't I, give I, I him did, credit but I, you laughed. Because of the timing, man. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <sighs> speaking of movements and Tony's, right? We got the owner of Tony Romans and his movement to, you know, do what he wants to do. Well, real quick, though, yeah. for the, fo- the, the Florida mask thing, like, just keep in mind, most kids in school, like the large majority... Right. Uh, so you got, like, sixth grade and under that yeah, can't get vaccinated. Exactly. And which what is, ages are those? That's 12 and under. 12 and under, 12 and basically. Under. Yeah, so... so 12 and under is what can't be vaccinated. So that's also like kindergartens and preschools. And, and they can still get COVID and transmit it. Yeah. And they could also die from it. We're not trying to, again, we're not trying to scare anybody, but like the risk is there. Like it's not, it, it, it's highly unlikely compared to uh, an adult or someone high risk getting it. But like the thing is that they can't get vaccinated. So like we as adults should be getting vaccinated or at least being careful enough that we're not spreading and transmitting, but, like, do you really trust most adults based on what you've seen in the last year? And I, I will flip that and be like, would you trust most kids? Because children in schools are a filthy bunch. Who are you telling? I've never seen – I feel like I've never seen a child wash their hands. Well, well they're, I, they're, wa- I washed my hands, but I barely went to the bathroom in school, too, because I'm fucking bathroom. They were disgusting. disgusting. And then when you went in, like, in grade school, like, uh, again, we're not talking about high school. We're talking about grade school. You went in in grade school. There'd be that one kid who, every time he used the urinal, used the middle one and pulled his pants all the way down to his ankles. Like, and that, that man was, that man was spraying that, like a shotgun. Yeah, just, like, standing there with <laughs> holding his shirt up over his face. He couldn't see shit. Just moving back and forth like a fucking garden sprinkler and shit. Like, what the? <laughs> no, that's what, that's what these kids are doing in school. Do you really trust that to not spread COVID? Oh, my goodness. You're laughing, but you know it's true. There no, was no, every every nice. school had that kid. Every single one of them schools had that one kid who was at the urinal with his pants around his ankles. And if somebody walked in, he was not getting out. He was gonna bust his face. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in, you just whoa. Never mind. I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. I don't want to look at that. Nope. I'm good. Like yeah, I need a second hall pass. This ain't working out. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in school anymore, man. I yeah. feel bad for these kids, yo. These children. Yo, imagine going to a university where you still got to pay the full tuition, and you can't even go to the motherfucker. That's that's man. Listen, how you gonna charge Sony. me room and board, and I'm home, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Isn't that rent? Like the fuck? Uh, you can't charge me for both. I got here. I'm only living one place. Uh, nah, but uh, yeah. It, it so you you mentioned speaking of uh, other places. Uh, <laughs> Tony Roman. Is that really his name, Tony Roman? Is yes. He's and, and, and this week's edition of Karen's Corner. <laughs> yeah, so... Can, all right, so... Welcome to Karen's Corner. Go ahead and present. I, I have something to say about... <laughs> so, these type of all, guys, but go ahead and present what, what's going on with, with, you know... So this this particular guy is an owner of Basilico's Pasta. Mm-hmm. I believe that's California. Is yes. Where it's located. All right, so... He went on CNN uh, and had an interview with uh, Chris Cuomo, uh, also known as not the Cuomo that is being, you know, uh, accused of sexual misconduct. Um, So he he goes on the show and he's interviewed. And essentially the reason he interviewed him was he was, uh, Cuomo was trying to find out, I guess, if this dude was serious with his like, oh, if you're, you know, only come if you're unvaccinated, prove that you're unvaccinated. So the, the like he he actually has like a billboard up like above his business. But and he has the billboard with the God Godfather the font. Yeah. So uh, yeah. And, and, and so the, just, pup, the puppet strings. Super too. stereotypical yeah. like Italian. So and that's that's why I was about to go. Like yeah. I'm from South Philadelphia. I went to school with mad Italians. And when I watch this, I'm sitting here like, dude, you're putting on more like more of a front than anything. Like you're putting the accent on heavy. Like this is some shit you see on like on Saturday heavy. Night Live. Like now, yeah, this is straight lo- out the Sopranos over here. Like, yeah, now yeah, right, exactly. The man, the man was like fucking James Gandolfini. Like exactly. he came out dressed like him and everything. If I'm not, if I remember correctly, the man had the dress shirt, but no, like it was unbuttoned on only you're one button. Already. You can see his chest exactly. hair coming out. Like already, th- that's. That's fucking, you could have just cast him as fucking Tony Soprano in the fucking movie. And that that, man, play. that, that, that man about play. to be fucking COVID Soprano the way he's fucking <laughs> he operating. He said COVID yeah. Soprano. You probably walk into the restaurant and the Godfather thing uh. start playing and whatnot. Like all stereotypical 
You know what I mean? Which made the whole interview even funnier because Cuomo was obviously, you know, actually Italian. Italian. An actual full blooded right, Italian. Right. So, right. yo, he called him on his shit. What do you say? He said, uh. So, so he's, so he, he commended Cuomo for pronouncing his name right. Correctly, right. He's like, yeah, I actually speak Italian. Right. He said, could you speak like the language? Just, you, know, you could tell the other guy probably couldn't. Are speak you the sure language. this man's name is Tony Roman? Yes. That's really his name? Yes. Like Tony Romo, but like. <laughs> yes. Roman? Unfortunately, yes. Well, see, who, it, who had a better fourth quarter performance? The, this dude in the interview or Tony Romo versus the Broncos? And I know y'all know what game I'm talking about. I, th- I think Ben Simmons had a better fourth quarter performance than, <laughs> than Tony Shit. Roman. Most of it was spent on the bench because he was getting fouled oh by the Hawks players. Oh. I'm sorry for bringing Why that up. Why are we bringing that I'm up? So, I don't want to talk about Ben I'm Simmons. Sorry. Just, that's damn. how bad of a nasty taste is <laughs> left in my mouth. But, um, uh, pause. Like, this is, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, this is like... <laughs> And we just got finished watching Dipset. <laughs> right. Wow. Sorry, that was on me. That was for me. But um, it's interesting. It. Like, like my thing with the whole COVID situation. First of all, I'm just tired of really talking about it. But it's it's out here. It's real. We got to talk about it. Communication is necessary. Yeah. But why would you go to the lengths of putting a billboard up? Attention. See, see, he wanted people, that. That is exactly what he wanted to he, be on camera. He got there exactly people, what he wanted. Right. He got yeah. national media Clout, attention. Clout and chasing. he got an interview on one of the biggest, uh, you know, depending on who you talk to, real or fake news stations so, in the country. Real or fake news. So it's check an it out, though. News channel. <laughs> At the end of the day, was it smart on his case? I'm sure a lot of people went to his restaurant. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure a lot of anti-vaccine, you know, these, you know, QAnon people went right there and got that fucking COVID pasta. <laughs> and on one hand, Come on, I you could have made a better joke that, than that. Well, he could have made a better fucking anti-mass argument than that. Yeah, that's true. true. That's very fair. But yeah, he, uh, people that's going to the extreme, on either side of the situation, like when you go to the extreme, it's like, how is that it making the situation better? It, it doesn't. But his argument was like, oh, well, it's about the freedoms. And it's like, okay, bro, like if, if that's the case, like let's say hypothetically it is about the freedoms. Just don't have a sign on your door saying no, no mask. Just, <laughs> just, wouldn't just, people have the freedom to also be vaccinated and come eat there? Right. Or wear a mask? Since right. he refuses to allow his employees or patrons to wear masks inside the building. That's, and see, that's, that's what's crazy because what harm does it cause? Like, whether you believe it or not, right? What is too yeah, many what, people, what does too many people wear masks cause? What, what, exactly. What, exactly. How is it, what, what inconvenience? How does it bother you? you? You know what's an inconvenience? When you're against all this big government, but you had no problem taking out a $58,000 PPP loan. Oh, they coming for that money back too, bro. Like, you better have and, that and shit when, ready. And when people press him about it online, he's like, yeah, I, I got the loan. It's sitting in my bank account where it belongs. Not for long, motherfucker. It's First of all, be, if it's, it's, it's sitting in his bank account where it belongs, where it actually belongs is in the hand of a different business owner who actually needed it. Yeah. So, or it, it should go towards, like, his operating costs or paying his employees. A no, I, I would bet you any amount of money, just like most other restaurants in this country, he does not pay his employees a living wage. In fact, he probably pays them minimum wage, which for servers is, what, like $3? It's like two eighteen or something like that. So... <laughs> That's that's the reason every time I got to go out, it's it's a pandemic. Yeah, but he took. (laughs) I'm sorry. I apologize for Dan's (laughs) actions. Um, yeah. He said a pandemic. In case anybody was wondering (laughs) why he just got. All right, moving on. Continuing. (laughs) From California to uh, New York. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're going to talk, we're going to talk about another Cuomo. Uh, This is not the good one. (laughs) This is the one that uh, is not on. This this, this is the one that we're actually (laughs) making. They look look like the same person. They do. This is the the Cuomo that was actually making offers that people couldn't refuse. Oh, my God. The good comeback, bro. (laughs) (laughs) that was that was you're that was good that was good that was good that was considerably better than pandemic uh and most of the other things you say uh yeah so this is not like just some accusation like like not that an accusation doesn't mean anything but like this is far beyond just an accusation this is an investigation that is going on into uh andrew cuomo who's the governor of new york and should step down uh so much so that there's like I joked uh, with one of our friends, Dan. I joked that um, they because there's a joint statement 
from like the governors of like PA, Delaware, Jersey, and I think like Massachusetts or some shit, like asking him to step down, like telling him that like he should step down, like all the surrounding states, like six states. And I was like, what this man is is fucking so hated that he got like the council of ricks trying to fucking expel him (laughs) (laughs) from from the fucking uh uh, government and shit and it's like bro why don't you just resign why don't you just call it quits like yeah like even sleepy joe woke up and said oh he he should resign listen uh yeah we got some we're gonna talk about joe biden next week uh but Talk about more about this Cuomo, like what exactly what are the charges and the allegations against them? So a lot of inappropriate touching, a lot of inappropriate conversations, um, Um, retaliation against somebody. It's a little bit of everything. It's a mixed bag of bullshit. It's it's a it's uh, eleven total women that have been you know harassed in in this fashion. Once, yeah, is an event. It's an isolated incident. Twice, coincidence. Three times is a pattern. And and it's also important to note that the district attorney's office of New York State found all eleven Sorry, of these women. I had to get to eleven because you know. All right, LeBron James. <laughs> but uh, the, he got like four. The attorney general's office trying. actually found all eleven of these women's testimonies to be credible. This has already been investigated. How about that? And how recent are these uh, allegations? Oh, they go back, and they're recent. And and this is and this is a harassment of state employees that are current state employees, former state employees. There's a state trooper involved. Yep. So he's not back in the blue. Yeah, man. Well, maybe he's maybe trying, back. He's, trying he's, to, he's, he's back. Trying to back he's back a little too close into the blue. He's trying. That's nah, for he's, both of you. He's trying. To, he's trying to. <laughs> That's for both of you. And the joke would have been. The joke would have been. He's trying to get the blue to back into him. Come on. Fucking, they write themselves. He's trying, to, he's trying to have them back that blue up. Redemption. Okay, that was better. Oh man. He said, "Trying to don't don't repeat that to an officer. You will get arrested." Uh, uh say less. Like I said, I just left a bail hearing, so I'll see y'all he next said week. I left a bail. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So Cuomo, who should be receiving a bail hearing, uh, and then being denied bail. Uh, put his ass in jail. Yeah, he should. I don't understand why. What's the allegations alone. Just like the cause. <laughs> put his ass in jail right now. Tonight. Yeah, but don't let him out like the cause because, like, we don't need that. Like, well, first of all, what he did is not, I mean, different levels to it. It's not the same thing, but, like, still equally as bad. Like, why are uh, you just inappropriately. Just drag his ass. That's all I'm yeah, asking. Yeah, put him in jail. Just drag him. Just drag him. That's what I'm asking. At the very least, he should be out of government. Right. Just drag his ass. You know what I mean? Take everything from him. Put it on the front page, all the papers. You know, that's all. But his brother's fine. Leave his brother out of it. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I haven't. Have you seen anything about you know the cool Cuomo and any like is he speaking on it at all? No, he actually. Uh, somebody somebody mentioned it to him. It might have even been this dude in this interview, and he was just like, "Oh, I, I, I wouldn't did. report about that because no one would believe me, no matter what I said." Facts. So is, he hasn't said anything exactly about it, happened. and I don't. I don't. Yeah, Tony Roman did try to bring it up. I, I think he should. I think he's doing the right thing. He he's should staying let far other, away from that. Let other people report it because. Oh. They're going to drag him into it anyway Just while I speak right. on it. And then what happens if information comes out that's not credible and he reports it because it's a report and they talk about it and then they drag him because they're like, oh, you just lied for your brother. And like, right. no, he's right. staying out of it. Yeah, he, he's his best bet is to just recuse himself completely because of his relationship and his connections in the media. Facts. So he's doing the right thing. I, yeah. I agree. But he should, uh, he should call him behind the scenes and be like, bro, resign, bro. Well, I listen, we don't know if those conversations are taking place, but we know that at least like six governors have asked and so did the president of the United States. And I feel like it's a matter of time, but he I, I think will get removed if he doesn't resign on his own. Um, resigning is not admitting guilt, but one at least one woman uh, has now made a criminal complaint. So this is now past just an investigation. This is now going to be a criminal investigation. Momo, I know you ain't going to hear us, but you should probably step down and go handle your business because you got a lot of court dates coming up. He might he might be in the house trying to hide from everybody and just surfing the internet and just come well, across this situation. Like, oh, what are these brothers and, talking and about? I don't think <laughs> and, and the last thing that I think the Democratic Party needs is for this to drag on into an impeachment trial where he actually gets impeached because that's just going to just give the Republican Party and the far-right QAnon 
nut job. They're just going to have a field day with that. Just a friendly reminder that Matt Gates and a personal associate of his uh, are under investigation for child trafficking. So just a, a representative in the House of Representatives currently uh, is associated with a known uh, child sex trafficker uh, who he made direct payments to. Um, what you do with that information is up to you. But again, if we're talking about that and Republicans want to say something about uh, Cuomo, which is fair criticism, and Cuomo should resign, uh, they should not throw stones in a glass house because their party is literally housing an actual child predator. I mean, when I hear Matt, the name Matt Gates, I'm just like, just makes your skin crawl. And then like, like I see his face, he's like, oh. oh yeah. When you look at his face, he looks like, like yeah. his head's not the right. Size, it's brows looks like one weird. of those fucking in disguise men in black aliens. Like, <laughs> exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good. And his friend Marjorie Taylor Green looks like the other aliens. Exactly. Right. I know y'all know the ones I'm talking about. The two little yeah. ones that look like every pregnant girl in Philly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a meme. It's a meme. I'm sorry. Uh, it doesn't really look like anybody, but uh, they got like their, their backs are like arched out in the stomach. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They look like fucking cockroaches. Oh, you burnt out. <laughs> Done, you, you know, know what I'm talking about. I, I do. I that's do. why I'm laughing. Oh my it's god! A, it's a meme. It's a it's a local meme. I'm sorry. I'm not. Oh no one's god. actually looks like that. But you know, they look more like cockroaches than people. It's just the, the posture or whatever that they're in. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, just, I'm talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene, by the way, and she's gonna have a segment in next week's episode. We're not gonna talk about her today. We're gonna try not to anyway. Um, yeah. So Cuomo, resign, bro. Like. Take it from, or or, or take it get from dragged out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like punch him in his mouth and, and, and <laughs> well, well, step him down. Well, another problem he's facing <laughs> is he's facing investigation from how he handled uh, oh, the, the nursing, nursing homes, homes during uh-huh. COVID. Uh-huh. So that's another thing he that. might not want this to drag out. Didn't he just put out, like, a book, too? Like, what's wrong with dude? Yo, just fucking quit. Listen, and and people, apparently he might have used, like, uh, inappropriately, you know, obtained funds for that book. Listen, when people Oh, are, yeah, 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 yeah. He's being investigated for... Uh, yeah, using like uh, uh, like federal or not federal, but state employees to help him fucking get his book published. Listen, man, we about, we about to drain the swamp power, in New York. The fuck, they, they do all kinds of crazy, right? <laughs> they do all kinds of shit. When you have, can, can we have done that five years ago though? Like fuck, like did, did, I mean, New York politicians always always been pieces of shit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, De Blasio and uh, what's the other one that just ran for fucking president? Only, uh, only New York politicians. Uh, fucking Trump blue. Name uh, name three states that had great politics. What the fuck yeah. is his name? I can't. Bloomberg. <laughs> Bloomberg. He also a piece of shit. New York politician. Um, I, I think most politicians are pieces of shit. That, that's, most. That's fair. Yeah. Most. Most. When I say uh, most, I would I mean, say I would say nearly all. Nearly all, but there's well in this country, and and there are some yeah, good ones. I'm, I'm t- there yeah. are some good ones. Because look, human there are nature people fighting for us. Oh, for sure, for sure. Not enough human, of them. Human nature. But there when you're given a certain amount of power, power corrupts. I mean, and when you're in those positions, you feel like, for example. Moving on, the guy on the plane. Yeah, so speaking of people that have to be forcefully removed from somewhere. Well, yeah. <laughs> what was one of the first things that he was saying? Oh, you know how much money my people have? You know how much money my father has? You know, talking about the power. Let's say his name, Maxwell Berry. And he lives in Ohio, right? He's an Ohio resident. So, like, your family ain't got that much money if that's where they chose to stay. Uh, I don't know. A lot of farms and a lot of ranches and rain. There's a bunch of nothing out there. Either way, he He, might have been lying. I I don't know. It is a bunch of nothing out there. He was flying from uh, Philly to Miami, I think. Yeah. Drunk as hell. I don't know how much money he had if he was flying from Philly. Uh, Yeah, how about it? But anyway, so I'm not not talking shit on Philly International. I'm just like, you're from Ohio. Why'd you come all the way over here? If if your family got all that money, why wouldn't you just fly private? Just took the private jet, exactly. Yeah. But you flying and what flight was it? On? And that wasn't no first class. Yeah, he he was, was, he, class? He, was, was he was in. Was it? That, one, that didn't look like first class. That's Frontier. And, yeah, he was on Frontier. Like, bro, ain't, ain't, <laughs> how, how you got how you, how like, you got two mil, but you can't even get on at least American well, Airlines. Smoke doesn't have a line. Smoke doesn't have. I think it's Smoke doesn't have a line. He's like, I don't Yo, trust anybody. That like, flies I'm, in I'm, Frontier. I'm, like, I'm a I'm a poor nigga. I can afford American Airlines, bro. Like, come on. Can you afford the hospital bills from riding United? Oh, damn. Man, listen. <laughs> Remember they dragged the dude out? <laughs> he said, I paid for the seat. They said, we overbooked, motherfucker, and then dragged this. He's a doctor, too. That's disrespectful. And he was elderly. Uh, still rather r- ride United than Frontier, but... Okay, you have a continue, position man. of power, though. I'm, I'm telling you, get off, because I got this badge. You better get up off my... But yeah. oh, what, they, no, it was just fucking like stewardesses dragging him <laughs> off. There wasn't even no any power from nothing. 
Oh, you're not talking about the Chinese dude. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Talking about yeah. Wasn't it the air marshal dude that came on there? Like the cops? Did, did, wait, did the air marshal pull him off? Or some type of security? I, no, or it was United Airways that pulled him off, bro. I had to beat the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're not, you're not <laughs> going to be a flight steward pulling me off the yeah, plane. I'm that's sorry. what I'm saying. What the fuck? I'm sorry. You're not I'm like, bro, at least get like a, a, a Fed agent or something. Like, but, come on. But shout outs to flight steward, too. <laughs> so yeah. your man's on the, on the plane. Yeah, well, yeah, clearly these. These particular so, uh, uh, employees of the airline did exactly probably yeah, what they, they were they trained showed, to do. Yeah, well, let's put it this way. They showed incredible restraint initially because this dude groped multiple women. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Reports. Yeah, multiple times. And then tried to fight uh, another employee. He punched him in the face. Punched him right in the face. Yeah. So, so just so we're keeping count, you have, you know, simple sexual assault. Multiple counts of that. Shout and out then, to Andrew Cuomo. And then, and then regular assault. Right. And this and, is and and the, and be, and because it happens on in an, an airplane. airplane. Yeah. That's a Fed charge. Yeah. Fed charge. Except they're not charging him with any federal crimes. Ridiculous. Maybe if people do have money. <laughs> if that don't sound about white, I don't know what does. Well, first of all, even if they don't charge him, the video that made its rounds on social media... Is going to be with him for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. yeah, because they had to restrain him How'd they with restrain duct him? tape. Okay, so so which is actually something. <laughs> and, so uh, I guess the the union for you know uh, flight attendants released a statement. That's you know they're provided with that by the airline for right. such situations. He's not the first one I've seen a video even this week of. Yeah, this, this of, is the second time this has happened this week. I think the first are time you somebody. Yeah, yeah, there was a lady like snapping. Lady, oh. she tried to open like the, uh, the cockpit the door. Cockpit doors. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, and, right. and and then the video I saw, like first of all, salty as shit, dickhead. Like, what are you doing? Why are you tra- after nine eleven? Why are you at any point in time near that fucking door? Like. You are lucky an air marshal did not tackle you and shoot you when you were banging on the fucking door yeah. of the cockpit after 9-11 happened. Because Dare I say some people may not remember 9-11 because we have such a short attention span. You're never supposed joint. to forget it. I know you never, never forget it. But, trust but me. we can forget slavery. Yeah. They were unpaid workers. <laughs> no, that was a long time ago. So, you know, we got to, uh, you know, move past it and shit. Like, just for, forget it ever happened. They're, yeah, unpaid workers, like you said. Uh, Bruh. <laughs> Y'all know I'm being sarcastic. I, I I know that. Are you? I know that. Yes, motherfucker. <laughs> what I look like, the governor of Florida? Fuck out of here. I plead the fifth. Oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth. Uh, Listen. Um. I, first of all, can I say that it makes me wonder if I will pay Dave I'll, Chappelle royalties. By the way, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. the that's the ball. I um, what do I look like? Comedy Central. Yeah. You said yeah. No, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Is it fair to say that, you know, people should not be allowed on plane if they appear to be drunk? It's like you get cut off at the bar. I don't know why they serve alcohol on planes. On the plane. It's such a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Just yeah, like you're, um, you're 30,000 feet in the air. Let's get everybody drunk. In a, an enclosed space with I've one seen, bathroom. I've seen people like shitty drunk, like, like waiting in line to get on the plane. It's like, are you really going to let this person get on the plane? Just like, um, what was the other situation where alcohol was involved? Um, oh, at basketball games. When people are running oh. to the court and throwing popcorn yeah, and throwing things popcorn like that, and saying and insane and words, but beer doesn't make you do that. I promise yeah, you, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the only thing that makes yeah. you do that is uh, racism. Just good old fashioned American racism. You sure it's not Budweiser? Are you gonna make you do that? Well, I don't it's, know. There's no I, I don't drink. Bu- I don't drink Budweiser. I've drink. I drink Bud Light before, but I'm not really a big drinker anymore. Anyway, Budweiser though, but that's that's the that's America's beer, isn't it? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't I like America's ha- team ha- either. I so. think it has an element of something in there that makes people. You know, extra racist. No, I just think that I think just racist. <laughs> what was it fucking just, that white beer? fructose that the, corn isn't syrup? Like. Right. Isn't that, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that Yo, the, get the uh, fuck out of here, <laughs> racist ass moon crickets. Get the fuck out of here. Isn't that the um the beer of NASCAR? No, like I'm serious. Like Budweiser is like America's beer. All right. Well, right? It's, it's, uh, as yeah. long as it's not the official pull down in NASCAR. No, that was just Bubba Wallace's pull down. Uh. Listen, I, I I can't say it's the official beer of NASCAR. I don't know, because I feel like they had like the Bush series, so I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Bush. But, <laughs> Bush uh, I'm sure right. there's a lot of whites drinking but, yeah, Budweiser but at, at NASCAR events. I'll tell you what, I didn't see much of in the hood. Budweiser. No, it's there. <laughs> barely. It's, it's barely there, but it's there. I didn't see much of. I said I didn't see cheaper. much. I didn't see but, much. But the point is though, like, like at the end of the day, I do think that had a lot to do with it. 
you know, they call it truth serum. You know what I'm saying? It's people, uh, uh, your inhibitions are lower, so you're more likely to do a thing that you would yeah, a be drunk less likely mind, to do if you were tongue and all that type of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And he's on a plane flipping about his family, how much money he has, saying racial stuff, and then he's groping women. And I think he should be banned from all flights to anywhere. Put that motherfucker on permanently the no-fly list. Put it permanently. Uh, permanent no-fly list, um, for sure. Because and he needs Fed charges. Absolutely. Because, you gotta look, you you have to protect your flight attendants. Protect your flight attendants, and we don't know who else is on the plane. Even Ch- if it's not children, charges, they have to at least charge And, him. and I, like, I yeah, say that because sure. the flight attendants actually got suspended without pay for what they did. They did. Yeah, right. And I think that's that's messed up. That I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Um, I don't know flight attendant training, but if you have someone who appears to be, he was a danger to people. When you have somebody flipping out and bold enough to he's grab swung. women. He already swung. He assaulted. At that point, he's lucky he don't get his head knocked off. He assaulted off. three flight attendants. Oh, the, the, the one flight attendant, he, uh, the flight steward, he he looked like he got a couple good licks on him. And then, I mean, think about it. If you, if, you, if you swung on somebody, how do you get from swinging on somebody and having a tussle to... Being pinned down and oh yeah he yeah, got so yeah he, he got, got he got yeah, he, he got caught some. it yeah. and he deserved it um if if I'm not mistaken though like passengers jumped in and helped restrain him and then they all just put him in the seat and wrapped him in fucking right. duct tape which by the way again hysterical video he got what he well sort of got what he deserved in that moment at least he got what he deserved right. and don't act like that I feel like just as Americans we don't know how to act in general but then well, like listen, after we COVID we don't know how to act even more. And then, like, after COVID plus beer plus already not knowing how to act, I'm pretty sure is contributing to a lot of these events. Because, like, these things happened in the past, but, like, we've seen two of these in a week. And just to add on to what should happen, you should just be a sex offender for life. You're, you're, you know, groping multiple women that are flight attendants multiple times. And what is federal airspace? That is defined as sexual assault. And like I said, this is, you know, shame on Frontier for not standing up for their flight attendants basically at all. It's cool. About you know why? Because and the bullshit they, on the wrist. you know what? You know what, though? It's cool if they didn't stick up for their employees because like a lawyer is going to and they're not going to win that case. No, at all. Not with all the video that's out there, not with all the witness statements. Frontier did a terrible job. Why would you discipline your employees for, in my opinion, showing they, restraint? And keeping everybody on that plane safe. Yeah, because yeah. you never. I mean, somebody is bold enough to swing on the flight. You never know what they will try to do. And and another thing, you know, you don't. I don't know the backstory of the flight attendants, but you don't know what they've been through. What of you know one of these female flight attendants has been sexually assaulted in the past? Trauma. And and this happens on the plane. Even even she could have been triggered. How, it could have been a, a way worse reaction that? than that. Bro, how do you go work back to work after that? You don't. Though? Especially not for them. You don't. No, like what the fuck? No, that's it. These women might not get on a plane again. That's it's listen, it's fucked up what he did. It's not fucked up what happened to him, but it is fucked up if he gets away with it and if the airline is gonna stick by their decision to but, punish but like the, said, the workers. He said it sounds about white and it's a bunch of situations historically and sadly currently where folks get away with bullshit and we see it all the time and they get away with it while others do less and you know what I'm saying? Just picture the woman banging on the cockpit door. Picture her, but as a black person, male, female, doesn't matter. Whatever gender your imagination imagines, they're banging on that door, but they're black. How do you think the air marshal responds to that? Or listen, brown? Listen, man. Yeah, because, I'm about to say, yeah. Because, because let's say it's a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone who is Muslim. They'll be scared shitless. Who is Arabic? Put, put him from. In. Or it doesn't have to be Muslim. Just Arabic. Somebody who is Arabic. No, you can be someone banging who, on the cockpit of a, of a plane. Who's American, wearing a kufi? Yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, just it just you just you already know that there's going to be a a different preconditioned response depending on who it is that's doing this. Mm-hmm. And I think it goes to your point of like, why are they just like why is it not just the obvious case after all these witness statements? To just charge him criminally and federally because he commit the crimes in the air. Yeah. It's not... Let's be very clear. Alcohol, drugs, none of that shit is an excuse to commit a crime. Okay? Never ever. It's never worked for a single black person to go into the the courtroom and say, 
I was under the influence of such and such, and that's why I was compelled to commit the crime and then had the judge take it easy on them. That is a privilege afforded to white males. How do I know? Well, you ask, I worked in a halfway house for six years in the state of New Jersey. I watched as New Jersey went from who gives a fuck about the opiate use to, oh my God, let's help all these opiate users. I watched, I was in the meetings. I was seeing the funding start to be diverted to programs like the one I worked at. Do you know why? It was affecting more white people. Because Gloucester City was walking into Camden. I literally watched them. I would drive past them on Broadway as I went up to go get gas or whatever, get some get yeah. some food on break. I would drive past them and then drive back, and they would be walking back towards Gloucester City. So I watched as the drug problem that already existed for a millennia in Camden for 30 years, I watched as it start started to affect white people down the road, and then I watched the response from New Jersey. So, again, and that's a statewide response. Okay? Listen. The opiate problem has existed forever. Heroin's exactly. been in the hood and forever. Yeah, it, exactly it, 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 it didn't become a crisis until it was white people. Yeah, it, it started, you know, way back in, like, the early 60s when all the factory jobs started leaving Camden because my dad used to work in one of those factories. Mm-hmm. And when all those factory jobs left, it just left a black hole in that entire city. There, was, it just, it just there was nothing. dissolved into just rampant drug use because that was, that was all that was left. And as you can see, nothing has changed in 40 years. People don't Except that now people have figured out that, you know, land in Camden is cents on the dollar compared to Philly. So that's why they built up the entire waterfront. I will will argue they knew that then. Well, there's also tax breaks uh, that a lot of companies are getting for moving into Camden, Mm -hmm. such as the uh, Philadelphia 76ers opened the practice facility over there. Don't you even think for a second that they turned down that fucking that tax break. Yeah, I'm sure they got like a fucking twenty year tax abatement or something like that. It, I think it's ten, but yeah, yeah I think Me- I think meanwhile, if, gets if, 10. if we want to buy a house for the first time, we don't get a tax abatement. Nope, we just get to get power bombed by property taxes. Yeah, because well, you know, you have to pay for the schools that Governor DeSantis wants to defund. Yeah, yeah. you know what's crazy in, in South Philly though, you get tax abatements for adding a third story to one of and, and oh, make one of those ugly ass fucking gentrified yeah, abominations. Yeah, exactly. Wonder why. That that literally ruins the entire look of the neighborhood. Wonder why. Wonder you got, why they you got the tax all these payment. you know nice older school looking houses that you can just paint up and make it look alright. Mm-hmm. Then you got this razor sticking up four stories tall. Come on, now. And, and, and it's crazy because my mother worked at Thomas Jefferson Methadone Clinic from the eighties. By, so by, by, by the way, so if you don't know what a methadone clinic is, methadone is a drug that is made to help people detox off of opiates or heroin, which, as Dan mentioned, was a problem in Camden since the 60s and 70s. Oh, it's been a problem in all urban areas. Though. I but know. In Camden, but, but we, can, we can speak to that because we've Camden, seen the shit. Right. Yeah. And uh, methadone, um, if you could find it, there's a documentary called Methadonia, which talks about the history of methadone clinics and stuff like that and how serious heroin addiction is. But methadone, to me, in my opinion, is nothing but legal heroin. Yep. Um, yes. To the point where, and I remember this, I five, six, seven years old, I'm in a methadone clinic, and you see people come in, you know, I'm in my mom's office or whatever the case is, and they're given, you know, the methadone, and they used to leave with it or whatever the case is, but people would sell it on the street. So then it was like, okay, the rule is you have to drink it in front of your, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's, it's, great, it's great value heroin. I, I, I literally. It is great value heroin, exactly. Before the tests for the urine analysis tests, like, had that read of, readily available, mm-hmm. like, we wouldn't even test for it. So, like, people would do that. They would do Suboxone, which is another similar form, uh, you know, buprenorphine. It's, it's, a, it's the same type of thing. It it's, gets you high only if you're not on heroin. So, like, these drugs don't work for the – that's why they make you take it in front of them because right. if you do use heroin, those drugs basically don't work because they go for those receptors to block that. Oh, and another reason why they make you drink it in front of them because people will literally drink it and regurgitate it back in the street to share with somebody else. That's 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 disgusting, but that shows how addictive heroin is. And I say that to say that it was a, as addictive back then, if not more, than it is now because most stuff is, is stepped on or whatever the case is. But there was not an outcry for this epidemic 
you know, of heroin users. No, like, it was it was a it was war no on opioid. Drugs. It was just oh, look at these motherfuckers doing orange. Well, it's like it was look, a war on the, drugs. the blacks are using drugs. So yeah, and, and, and the brown. And, and, and quite honestly, to be fair, man, it's a lot of a lot of white people. So it was a mixed bag. Drugs didn't discriminate, especially no. in a hardworking blue collar. The, dr- like the drugs have fully. never discriminated because it's, it's, the drugs don't choose who uses them. The people who use them choose to use them. It's it's just you know Hollywood glamorized you know yeah, no, cocaine and such. I'm with you on that. Yeah, hundred percent. No, hundred percent. Let's not get it twisted. Paying for all that. Listen. Well, look. But you look at the you look at like what you mentioned, Dan, the 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 war on drugs. It it just is another thing to kind of show the same comparison of how differently they look at it. Mm-hmm. The war on drugs, crack was was considered a felony if you had it on you. Crack is made with cocaine, same drug, same active effects. The only difference is cocaine is cut to make crack. And what that means is the potency is a little bit less, but some more ingredients are added, and I'm not going to give you the fucking recipe. Crack is less pure. It's less pure because it's been manipulated in order to make it stretch. But why would somebody get more time? For selling a less potent, well, I don't know. It depends on who you ask. So if you ask uh, the government, right. uh, they're going to tell you that they're trying to clean up the streets, but if you ask anybody that's ever been arrested for crack, uh, they are targeting them. Absolutely, because it's the cheaper drug. I mean, and... Y'all can do the history. Y'all can. It's plenty of documentaries, plenty of YouTube videos, plenty of information talking about the war on drugs and the crack era, so to speak. But um, and and the the prison pipeline that all, this created, all that, all that. And look at. Let me be careful here. Rap music. I'm not gonna say hip hop, but part of hip hop culture and a lot of rap music was uh, was influenced by the the crack era and the drug era. A lot of people came up because of them being drug dealers. And making money to you know to have students like Too Short, very well known, old school, still relevant to this day. Too Short is the man, right? But he said that he was making money because he sold his tapes to the drug dealers because they can afford to have it. That's that's who made him famous. You could look at somebody like Rakim, who never even cursed in a record, and all of his stuff is about positivity. But he looked like a drug dealer from the eighties, like the big chains, the dapper Dan suits and stuff like that. So crack cocaine had a very very strong that drug era. Very strong impact on the culture of, of hoods. I mean, you don't have to listen. Be the rap, crack rappers were rapping about moving moving crack when I was you know when I was growing up too. So right, it ain't, it, you know what I'm saying it's just it's the same. It, it still goes on today with you know the, the futures of the world. You know, a guy that doesn't do anything it doesn't do any drugs. But the thing is though, the the the, the piggyback off what you said about the glorification of the drug was just that. You know, what I'm saying a lot of people got into it because they thought it was. Ooh, and I'm making money. That was the era where, you know, so-called black people made all of their money. Like, I'm talking millions of dollars. People making hundreds of thousands of dollars a week. Like, the the, whole these, nine. It, these guys in New York were big-time pushers. Yeah. Big-time. Big like, Detroit, New York, D.C., Philly. Mm-hmm. And, and, however, it was a war on drugs, and the war wasn't over a war. It was That was just a, a front. You know what I'm saying? Make you think that they're doing, the government's trying to yeah. do something about it. It, it was no, a war on black people. It's a war on black people. Let's get it real. And brown people and poor people. And today... It, listen, it's mostly, it's a war on poor people. Mostly, but absolutely. who are most poor people? Black. In this, in this why? country. Mm-hmm. Because this country was built off of segregation mm-hmm. and slavery. slavery and oppression. And that's why... Discrimination. All, all critical that. race theory. It's important. Yeah, we yep. want to mention that all the time. It's very important. I hope somebody who, if you're watching this and you think that critical race theory should be taken out of schools, drop a comment because I would love to hear yeah, why we'll you have, feel we'll that have a way. conversation with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in all seriousness, it is important to note the different things that have happened through American history, mm-hmm. and the war on drugs is a big one, and it speaks to how differently the federal government views. And, and federal government specifically because this man should be receiving fed charges, like Dan said, because he commit these crimes on an airplane, which the only jurisdiction on an airplane is a U.S. air marshal right. because you are above and not in the country. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's like you don't – look, all I'm saying is there is a history of this type of stuff going on, dates all the way back to the civil rights movement, and still happens today. Um, we see people doing massive t- uh, sentences behind bars in prison for crimes they didn't even commit or for petty crimes that otherwise oh, would have been like a slap on the wrist. It's people in jail for life over less t-shirts. than $10 worth of T-shirts and less than $10 worth of weed. And there are people dead 
and can't even be in jail for selling loose cigarettes and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Or having an air freshener hanging from their window. Come on, man. Like, it's ridiculous the things that or being some a people... Or being a registered gun owner who passed a federal background check to get his gun. Or walking home from the store with some, uh, with some iced tea to yeah, go relax Skittles, after man. a long day of work. Or, 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 or being a child in a park playing with a toy. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's fucked up because everything we said... Y'all know exactly who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Even, all right, let's let's just say for shits and giggles, uh, someone, you know, presents the fact that someone of another race gets treated that way, whatever the case is. Why is it that we always hear about these stories that we just mentioned? We always see these things in the news. You know, even if it were a bunch of white people being harassed by cops, killed by cops. Or, oh, or, there you know are. And it, we've it, mentioned it them on the podcast. A- absolutely. But if, if we unite, we are stronger together, and that's why they keep us separate. Absolutely, but equal. Exactly, exactly. And um, and th- I mean, it just go—it's the American way. It you has been. like it's been like that forever. It, it's it's just becoming a little more apparent because you have more access to that information now. Right. You can pull up your phone and see a video of these people acting like fucking idiots right. in in Congress and in Senate, and 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 well, in Congress is Senate, but in the Senate in the House, like they're acting. Like Marjorie Taylor Greens and Matt Gates of the world, like they get to do whatever they want, and it's just unchecked. And I'm glad you made that point about people being on their phones because um, I had a conversation with someone at the barbershop, and it's like when you talk to anyone, no matter who they are, face to face, it's a whole different ball game. Yep. Oh yeah. Do you ever like? I, I, it made me realize like this past Especially week I'm watching television, not to cut you off. I'm watching you know the Olympics and things like that, and watching commercials, and I look at TV very differently when I do watch it. You know what I'm saying? And I realize that. Motherfuckers ain't it's, trying to get taped to the seat. That's why they don't say <laughs> right, shit. Right. Yeah. But, but listen, but it's all bullshit. Like, it's all bullshit because it's a bunch of things that we may not be experiencing ourselves. What we experience when we go outside and we talk to people face-to-face. So I may have an issue with uh, white cops, right, or cops in general, largely based on what I see on television. But Tell lie vision. Tell, telling lies to your vision, exactly. But when I, when I talk deal with cops, you know, on every day, it's all good. You know yeah. what I mean? Mo- I, I, most cops are not bad cops, but you're not going to see videos of cops doing the right thing. It's their fucking job to do what they do right. They're, they're community servants. It, we, we literally pay them with tax dollars that right. we contribute every time we get paid. And their entire job, like if, if you went to work and your boss saw you doing what you were supposed to do, would he pull, he or she pull you aside to be like, Good job doing the thing you're supposed to do, or would they just go keep along on, their business? Keep on going. Because yeah. I'm not going to correct behavior that I don't see is wrong. Yep. So why would I sit? Why would I stop you from doing you doing a good job? I might be like, good job, you know, you're doing a good job, or we'll talk about it later. Hey, you did a really good job with this, and blah blah blah. Yeah. But I'm not going to interrupt what you're doing to be like, listen, no, 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 no. I need to tell you how good of like no that's not how that would fucking mm-hmm. work in any other profession yeah. why are we fucking sucking these cops off to fucking prove that they're good when no one would ever do that for you in any other situation no facts one on facts on facts. who would do that true and it goes to show if you know the history of, of cops and, and the history of this country they are doing exactly what they're trained to do they're doing their jobs and this is why we have them treating all of us so messed up and and to bring it full circle uh some people don't know that the history behind that. And some people will never learn the history behind that if they try to block CRT, CRT. Exactly. in all the schools. Full circle. Exactly. See that? It's full circle. Exactly. And uh, speaking of full circle, uh, we have to update you on something uh, that we talked about in a previous podcast. Yeah. Uh, Maxwell maybe, maybe Barry. Like 25 uh, podcasts ago? It was a yeah. Wow. It was a while well, ago. It wasn't 25 ago because it was, it was recent because, uh, well, maybe. It was uh, during some of the uh, civil unrest following uh, the summer of police just killing one after another of innocent yeah. black people. Yeah. yeah. So Matthew, uh, Maxwell Barry is not the only person getting off easy this week because Mark and Patricia McCloskey. You, you, may might, be you like, might know them from the cover of your new uh, Call of Duty game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the the guy with that didn't know how to hold the fucking gun that he was pointing at the innocent people in the street. Yeah, Call of Duty White Ops. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that one. That was good. That was a good one. 
<laughs> I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing him and his wife up there with he got the tan pants on, looking like a 1978 version of Call New of York. Duty Modern Family right, and shit. Yeah. <laughs> he does like yeah, they, they out here with the class like, with the worst hip fire spread like ever. <laughs> Hundred feet away from motherfuckers. Listen, oh my goodness! That dude did. First of all, did not know how to hold that gun. I hope, I hope you people will look up, you know, Google these names so you can see the images. Why we're laughing so hard? Because I'm just picturing that whole situation. That shit was funny. I think they called them Ken and Karen when it happened. Uh, so, so essentially, <laughs> the, the the initial story is there were protests going on, and somebody bust. It was in St. Louis, and they bust through like a gate of a gated community. They were walking the street. They were literally um, just walking by. So somebody did bust in the gate of the gated community, but they did not ever go for this person's house, these people's right. house. Uh, they walked past. And this is quite a large house. It's not like you're walking down like a, Let, a street w- of row fair. homes. It's a fucking mansion. It, they, they are rich. They they're, have a they're lot of money. They are at least 100 feet away from the front door. Or any door. And they come out wielding guns and just literally waving loaded weapons around, not even holding them properly. Like, the, the dude's like this. No no trigger discipline at all. Just None. underneath the gun. Like, None. you wouldn't see a video game character do that. Right. So, so, yeah. Yeah, so they actually pled guilty to some charges. Yeah, reckless endangerment, right? Some, yep. Something along those lines of yeah, waving those guns around you're, in front you're of people. Just pointing loaded guns at a group of people. You know, yes, that's you can't do that. That's not responsible gun ownership. It's 100, like, it. okay, again, they pleaded guilty, okay? They, they are actually fault. criminals. They are. They admitted fault. They took responsibility for what they did. And but, but, St. Louis, which, by the way, uh, with uh, you might remember them from such great hits as uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, don't, don't laugh, because uh, the murder of uh, Michael Brown. Yeah, no, no. St. Louis is fucked up. It's, it's that general area, right? Yeah. It's Fer- Ferguson, yeah. Missouri. Minnesota, St. Louis, and then friggin' Florida and Texas. They four spots this. Yeah. So th- this is this is a state who has a problem with policing. Uh, yeah. So go ahead, Dan. If I'm not mistaken, real quick, St. Louis or Missouri as a state is the place where uh, I forget which town, but I think it was close to St. Louis where. The state was going around, the city was going around and citing people for not having blinds on their windows or having mismatched colored blinds, not having their lawns mowed and things like that. The person would get a ticket. They're going to have a mismatched face. They come around my house with that shit. But check it. You're poor and you can't, and you can't, I was, I was trying to continue on. <laughs> and you get a ticket, you get a citation, you're poor so you can't pay Mike, it. Marsh, then you have to do some jail time to behind it. fucking mismatched face. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. This motherfucker hit the fucking microphone. Right. Why you hitting yourself? <laughs> <laughs> this but man yeah. bumped into the mic trying to fucking make me flinch. He's not going to hit me. Man, we're not hitting each other. we good. Yeah, but, not, um, not, not to the cameras off. Styles P and Cam over here. Yeah. But um, but it's St. Louis, Missouri, historically, is a, it's a fucked up place. It, it, yeah, it's, on yeah, the 100%. It's, it's, a poor, it's a poor area. Um, it's, it, when you think about it, Damn, everywhere in this this country. Because look, oh yeah, I mean, we live in Philly. We ain't much better. Like Boston's racist as hell. You know, what oh, I mean, yeah. New England area is racist. What's well, understood doesn't have to be said. Yeah, but but they keep saying it. They keep fucking saying it. We already know you're racist. Stop saying yeah. it. Jesus Christ. We gotta realize this, man. Like it's still going on. This is why we talk about these things, man. Yeah. Because you know, we can go back twenty years and go back beyond that. Obviously, everything is just yeah. jacked up. You can go back a year, shit, and we still see it going on. And, and, you know, these folks, imagine if I went home and pulled my gun, I was just standing outside. I'm just waving at people. Bro, you like Swiss cheese in about four minutes. You won't see me anymore. I'll be in jail or. Walter Wallace Jr., by the way, who lived in the same city as us, uh, walked outside with a knife and lived in approximately 56 more seconds. Uh, He never approached one of the police officers uh, and he was he was gunned down with a knife, not waving a loaded weapon, a knife, uh, Uh, a weapon that cannot kill from distance. A, a man with literal mental health Unless conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, going through a mental health crisis in, at the time. That the emergency call was made for mental said, health services. Them, yeah, they told them. And that, instead, hey. he got bullets. Well, they, they showed up without tasers, so what else were the cops supposed to do? That's their only two things is well, pull a taser, it, it, pull a gun, and yell. Well, I mean, you know, at least, you know, it's not like some places where, you know, people that train people to use tasers and guns can't tell the difference. Well, yeah, I mean, at least they didn't have a taser. Uh I guess, you know, they get a little bit of a pass from that. Uh, 
Kim Potter is who we're referring to, and uh, Dante Wright Jr. is who she murdered when she claimed she didn't know the difference between a taser and a gun, even though she's the police trainer who trains people on how to fucking use nonviolent techniques. Go yep. fucking figure. That's like uh, uh, that's like LeBron. How long has LeBron James played in the league? Like 16 years. That's like LeBron. And, and he takes five like steps. A basketball he says, and a like a, uh, football. Like, First of all, LeBron right. been doing, been walking his whole career. And his whole career. Called, but, but, yeah. He dude, knows like, it's a walk he when he gets called. walk when he does it, bro. And it's, it's, but amazing. You got the Kim Potter situation. All these things we just talked about. We got um, these folks oh, flashing and, guns. And these, these got, folks were pardoned. So, like, they already commit the crime. And then, like, there was a post on social media about it. Uh, that they, and I saw and I was like, wow. And I looked at the comments, which is always a mistake on social media. Oh yeah, especially on Facebook nowadays. They're, they're like, oh well, these people committed a crime first, so blah blah blah. Like, okay, so let me ask you a question. Uh, there's a just for frame of reference, there's another incident that happened in Philadelphia where there was a, an argument over a parking spot that escalated into a fight. And then a guy shot another guy in front of uh, Pat Stakes. First of all, you know they're not from Philly because they were at Pat Stakes. Facts. Se- Facts. <laughs> second of all, uh, it is important to note that the weapon he used was illegal. So his lawyer is trying to claim self-defense. It's not going to work because that's not self-defense because you can't shoot somebody that didn't shoot you or your life has to be severely in danger. It was not. Yeah. Um, the self-defense thing is not going to work even because Kyle Rittenhouse, same thing. Like You can't commit a crime and then claim self-defense while you commit a crime. If you go into a gas station and the fucking person behind the gas station counter shoots you, you can't shoot them back and claim self-defense if you were robbing the gas station prior to them shooting right. you. That's not how that works. Right. Yeah. So try that in criminal court. Let me know how that works. Not a good defense. But, yeah, the fact that these people actually got pardoned by the governor just shows you where their priorities are. Oh, there's and there's been people asking for the governor to pardon somebody else that's basically been found to be not guilty of the crime that they were convicted of. And the real people who commit the crime are in jail for it. And they still won't pardon the dude. And I forget the name, but I'll, I'll look it up for next week. But y'all see the pattern. Yeah. The discrimination and, and, the, and the, you know, the, I mean, the inequality, the bias, the inequality and biasness in any, all of these situations, yeah. whether it's, you know, people waving guns, whether it's opioid epidemic versus the crack era and war on drugs, whether it's, and it's, it's still going on. It's like, it's ridiculous. Like it's at this point, it's ridiculous because we can sit here and, and, like you said earlier, you know what's understood doesn't need to be said. We know it's good people out here, but it's a lot of fuck shit still happening. Yo, there are people just just. It's important to note a lot of these things are happening on camera. A lot of the things we've talked about, we've seen on video, and they're like, still getting pardoned, or people aren't getting charged. Yeah, there's no refuting what we witnessed, and right. there's no accountability. These people are doing these things on camera knowingly because they know it doesn't matter what they do on camera. They'll probably get away with it or get a little slap on the wrist. Or maybe even if they have to plead guilty, they'll get a a pardon from their good old friend, the governor. And, right, he is a good old friend. And, and then people like get that. mad. Well, he's a lawyer, so he probably you know might have represented him before. Then people get mad when you know there's no accountability, so people start protesting and rioting and demonstrating and this, that, and the third. Well, what else is, what do you expect to happen when nothing is addressed? It escalates. Mm-hmm. So just to, okay. And, and, and we're not in any way I, condoning I, destruction no, of property we're, or violence. We're not condoning anything, but I, I just want to point out. So like, there is, it's an important thing that you said. So when, when things happen, it escalates, it leads to protesting and stuff like that. Protesting is a right covered by the first amendment. Now, you may know the First Amendment because a conservative told you they can say whatever dumb fuck shit they want. But that's not what the First Amendment actually does. It protects you against government retaliation. Government retaliation protects your right to assemble and also protects freedom of the press. So the press can scrutinize the things that the government are doing. Mm-hmm. It does not allow you to call your neighbor a racial slur and be like, well, the First Amendment said... No, that's not what that means. Uh, so just so you know what the First Amendment is, it's the right to assemble. So when people protest, that is allowed, number one, by the Constitution, which you like to quote so much, conservatives. Uh, it's remarkable that they haven't read it. It's literally a page. Um, <laughs> right. And if they did read it, I don't think they could comprehend it because half the people that claim to be Republican don't even fucking pay attention to politics. Well, not they, they hid the whole document in, in the middle of a CRT section. That's why. Uh. And with that being said... <laughs> Uh, no, but in all seriousness though, uh, yeah, they are actually criminals. They admit to it. So no defending them and claiming like, oh, well the other people did something first. 
if you knocked your sibling unconscious, okay, and said, well, he hit me first, was that going to stop your parents from knocking you unconscious? Facts. <laughs> right. Nope. I don't have siblings, but I was still getting beat around anyway. Uh, that's probably why I'm fucked up now. But anyway, uh, <laughs> with that being said, uh, it is important to note um, the correlations between everything. It's it's important to yeah. mm-hmm. see the patterns, understand them, and you know, kind of piece it together and figure out why things happen the way they do. And, and maybe some people will understand why some people are walking around Aggie, just pissed off. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not even just like you know black and brown people who just walk around Aggie and pissed off. It's just people. You if know I'm I mean? poor, yeah. and you're poor. With the same, With the same color, fucking color. Facts. You feel me? That's, and Dirt that's, that's fucking real. poor. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. We on video. <laughs> Remember what I said about hands not being <laughs> 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 I swear to God. I have to deal with this on a daily. Y'all, y'all only see him do this shit for a week. I have to live with this on a regular basis. You feel me? I, this is not just limited to the podcast. This is every fucking day. <sighs> Are you finished? Do you have a final thought that's a real final thought, or was that it? Uh, when y'all see this episode, I'm be 31 years old. So, uh, yeah, happy prelated birthday, brother. Yes, sir. Said, what, what is what? It, no such thing. I just made it up. <laughs> prelated. Pre prelated. Yeah, prelated. Because it's it's pre belated. Yeah. So you assuming he's gonna be late? Why? Cause it's CPT. <laughs> you know why you? <laughs> <laughs> they they don't teach CRT, but they teach CPT. Oh man! And with that being said, <laughs> this is in the gray area podcast. <laughs> yo, I'm man. Mike Marks. This is Omar Salim, yo. And this is Afro Dan. Peace, knitters. <laughs>